Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, you know how, like, I always tell you fun facts mm-hmm. and most of the time I feel like you just humor me. Yeah. Um, well, did you know that armadillo, 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 not starting out strong, <laughs> armadillo's shells are bulletproof. Is it armadillo? Armadillo. Armadillo. Armadillos. Armadillos. I, I don't, hold you, on. You guys hold tell on. us. I'm phoning a friend. Armadillo. Armadillo. Why do I? Th- why did I think it was armadillo? Became like tortilla, like a Spanish accent. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, they're bulletproof. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so good. Science. Anyways, fascinating. <laughs> Hi if guys. you ever come into a sticky situation where there's bullets flying at you, if you happen to see an armadillo, pick one up. You said armadillo. I did it on purpose. Oh. Oh, hard. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> like, that's an armadillo. I'm going to pick armadillo. it up. They're bulletproof. Wow, I don't know. But that <laughs> happens to me a lot. Like, I'll say a word and I'm like, wait, wait. Does anyone else hear that? Does it sound oh, weird sure. to anyone else? My, I feel like what happens to me the most, and you guys will fully understand this if you follow me on any social media platforms, when I write something out, I'm like, is that, Yeah, it looks weird. Yeah. I'll write the word fork and I'm like, does yeah. it have two R's? Like what's, what's <laughs> weird about this? Fork. You know, like, yeah. and I'll sit there and stare at it for the longest time and inevitably I always spell it wrong. Oh, I know. What, okay. So I was teaching a, like I do videos for preschoolers Mm -hmm. and I was, it was pets and vets. And so I was saying vet veteran. I don't know if it's veterinarian or veterinarian. I think it's a veterinarian. 
veter but like say just say like I'm taking clay I say vet I say veterinarian, veterinarian right yeah. so then I was like oh my gosh am I teaching these children how to say it wrong I, I stumbled for like an hour yeah that was the last time I was that's like that's so funny English that's is hard that's weird I don't struggle with pronouncing I struggle with spelling and yeah. you struggle with pronouncing that's not why. spelling I always check Darren we I'm always together like together like a puzzle piece I'm like hook my arm Ash. what are you stop Ash, it what are so you, awkward what are there. You doing? yeah <laughs> okay anyways hi we're a podcast hello everyone (laughs) welcome to unsolicited advice i'm ashley i'm taryn and uh this is the podcast where you guys send us your stories and we advise you on it whether it be good advice or bad advice um don't don't cut us down like that i didn't mean to i'm so sorry um as you guys already know if you've been listening to us for a while uh we love your guys' stories so if Mm -hmm. you guys have a story that you want to share with us whether it's funny serious um or anything in between we would love to get it from you so where should they email us at darren advice unsolicited pod at gmail.com ding 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 that's the one um if you guys have been sitting on a story if you've been listening to us for a while and you've been sitting on a funny story mm-hmm. or something that you know you want to ask us and you just haven't done it yet yeah. like this is this is the time god is telling you right now to pause this podcast did you just call Go yourself god no kind of <laughs> <laughs> on accident <laughs> write us an email and then continue on with the podcast yeah. actually you know what you don't have to pause us you could just keep us going while yeah, you're writing i i want to throw out too i i feel like right now like we get a lot of like loved ones which we love like me and asher we for being in mm-hmm. our 30s and still single Hopeless we are romantics. weirdly good at relationship advice yes, it's true so we love those <laughs> but like the ones that just really get me going are mm-hmm. like the life situation ones that you that gener gen- genuinely make me like what the frick would I do yeah. like weird like my boss stabbed me with a paper clip and then walked away and I told <laughs> me if I tell anyone like you know what I mean like weird crap like we that. love the sticky situations yeah, where you have like to figure out situations. what you would actually do yes so Feel free to send those in. They don't have to be, if you're like, I don't feel like I have like a long story. We can put like short things together. We -hmm. love embarrassing moments, but we also love the serious stuff and the love stuff. Mm -hmm. So bring it all, bring it it all all our way. We can handle it. it. We can take it. Yeah, we can. Oh, should I Um, go? (laughs) Yeah. You have a tear it up? Guys, I have a tear it up. Let's do it. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a share, share it with you share guys. It with you. If you guys don't know what our tearing it up segment is, this is when you guys send specifically funny stories, usually short ones, but you know, sometimes, sometimes long ones. It kind of depends, um, of like embarrassing situations that you found yourself in for all of us, including our listeners to get a good laugh, but specifically uh-huh. for me and Taryn to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been dark times these days. So these are always Bro. a delight to yeah. read. Um, this one is titled, I almost burnt my school down. Dang. A tearing it up. <laughs> love that. Hey, Taryn and Ash. Hi. Again, I love it when people call me Ash. Yeah, you do. I have the most embarrassing story that has happened to me. Feel free to laugh. It's totally fine. I get it. <laughs> when I was in year 11, which I'm a guess she's in Europe. That's a junior. Yeah. My third year in high school. Oh, <laughs> I forgot I read this. She's from New Zealand. <laughs> that happens to me too. Sometimes I'll read it and be like surprised. And I'm like, I'm like you oh, picked this oh, story. She's from New Zealand. But I'm like, <laughs> I literally read this this yeah. morning. So um, my Spanish class was having a shared lunch. I happened to be feeling nice and offered to go to the kitchen near the classroom to melt the chocolate for marshmallows that someone had brought. A friend decided to come along with me. 
I got distracted talking to her. So for some reason, I decided to cut the chocolate into individual squares and put them into the microwave for one minute. If you guys have melted chocolate before, it goes quick. <laughs> well, and it's kind of like a delicate, like, yeah. you almost have to do it in like, like 15 seconds at a time. Because if you just do it, it like burns the, la- the, the top layer or the, or the, top, the bottom yeah. layer gets black. Yeah. I turned around for what felt like 10 seconds. And the next thing I know, there was smoke coming out from the microwave. So we opened all the windows and my teacher came to help us get the chocolate, which was only a little burnt. So I went to the back of the classroom thinking everything was going to be fine. But no, the fire alarm goes off. And the whole school of 1,300 students plus teachers had to evacuate every single building. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And then, and then fire trucks came (laughs) i never got in trouble for it but my teacher still makes fun of me about it however it's a great conversation starter and now i know to only put the chocolate in for a few seconds at a time from anonymous (laughs) oh she adds p.s i love your podcast so much keep doing what you're doing it's like it's like we've all burnt the chocolate before we've all done that but i've i've never had I've never done it in a place where immediately, like if the fire alarm goes off, you have to obey protocol. Oh yeah. Like if if ever I burn chocolate, it's in my home or like a friend's home where we can easily just like disarm the fire alarm. Yeah. Like wave the pillow in front of it. Yeah. You can easily turn it off. But if you do it in a place like a school and the alarm goes off, you have to follow protocol. Yep. Like it's not one of those things where you can just like dismiss it. So that is the most unfortunate place to have done that. that I am so sucks. sorry. <laughs> but also it's a good one. That's we, funny. I mean, we love that it happened and you're at the place you can laugh about it. I know. I, I, my worst microwave experience was I tried to micro, I was babysitting and I was trying to get creative because they wanted a dessert and I tried to microwave Oreos. Oh. Guys. Right? Like, I was like, oh, it'll make, like, the... Soft. Yeah. The whole house filled with smoke and smelled so bad. And I was not expecting it. So that was my worst, for sure. Um, I accidentally put foil in the microwave Ooh, once. That's and a no, that no. was a no. And it didn't completely destroy the microwave, but it never worked the same after that. <laughs> <laughs> that is destroying. <laughs> yeah. It was just a little, a little off. A little um, wonky. Yeah, I never really did. Well, actually, there was this one time. This was, I was really little and I had a babysitter. Um, something that happened. I don't know if anyone can relate to this or has ever done this before. But when I was growing up, there was one, there was a couple summers where we had really bad ants, like ants in the mm. house problems. Um, and they would get into everything. So in an effort to keep them out of our cereal. Cereal? Cereal. Okay. We would put it in the oven, like stack boxes of cereal in the oven oh, no. and because just it was completely it sealed and the ants yeah. wouldn't get in there because we were at a point where we like had to clear out the entire pantry. So oh we would gosh. put cereal, we would put like bags of chips, like stuff mm-hmm. like that, that ants could easily get into. We would stuff it in the oven and we, all of us that lived there knew not to turn on the oven unless you like opened it and cleared it out. I had a babysitter watching me once who was like so excited to like bake cookies with us or something. Why would you chat a thousand percent? Like you don't, you don't, it's not her fault, but you're like, it's not her fault. Um, she turned it on and I remember being like old enough, but young enough to where like, (laughs) 
I remember everything. We, she started panicking. The house started smelling like smoke, which is burnt plastic, which you're not supposed to breathe. Yeah. So she like throws me out in the backyard and is calling her mom and like opening it and trying to vent out oh the windows and gosh. trying to like hold her breath. Poor the poor thing. thing. It's like a babysitter nightmare. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was like me and my sister and we're both very little. So it's like, she doesn't want us to breathe in the poison, yeah. but then like has to deal with it. So yeah. like, That's doesn't want to burn rough. the house down. It was so funny. I miss uh, days of babysitting. Yeah. Being like, oh my God, I got $10. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember being like 30 bucks for a night was like huge. Yeah. And I would yeah. go and I'd, I'd, I'd figure out what shirt I was going to buy with it or, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it is that I wanted. <laughs> I didn't babysit that often, but whenever it happens. Good times, man. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. Shall we get into it, Ash? Yes. Okay. Um, I'll go. Perfect. This one is a sticky situation. Ooh, sticky. All right. This one is titled Love Triangle with My <gasps> Sister. No. I'm so glad. Like, I had all brothers. Like, I never had to deal oh with my God. having the same crush, having like. Being wow. like, oh my gosh, I think I like my sister's boyfriend. Like, never had to even yeah. come close. Yeah. I mean, me and my sister were three years opposite. apart, but we are very lucky. Like, three years apart isn't that bad. So, like, especially, like, in my position, I feel like if I had, I feel like I could have a boyfriend that my little sister could like. 
Yes. Because he's a little bit older. That's yeah. kind of like ideal for, you know, or even girls like, are usually a little bit younger than guys. Not that yeah. that's nece- like truth or factual, but like in general, I feel like that's kind of like the perfect little situation. Yeah. So um, me and Alicia have very opposite styles yes. and like we like very different types of guys. So it's never been a problem for that's us. So good. I actually like in the house. So it's me, Ash and her sister, Alicia, and we all have very different tastes. Thank which God. In <laughs> one way is annoying kind of, cause I'll get really excited to show you a guy. I think he's cute. And you'll be like, eh. or same, like <laughs> you to me, I'll be like, Ew, him. I'll and be you're like, like excited Why? for you, but I'm just like, Oh no. Yeah. So it like sucks in that. Cause you want like, that's every girl wants all of their friends to think their boyfriend He's is so, so hot. hot. Yeah. yeah. So hot. So that's annoying. But then at the same time, I'd rather have that than like, be like, Oh, we both like, Oh, we like oh, are into no. the same guy. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, let's get started. All right. Hi, Taryn and Ash. Hey, another Ash. I started listening to your podcast a week ago after I saw it on my recommended podcast list. Oh, what? I know. Hello. We're famous. We were made for you. We are famous. Okay. Oh my gosh. What did that? I just reminded myself of a jingle. Oh, I know. We are farmers. Anyways. Wow. Okay. Um, I have been binging the episodes ever since. Well, this week I found myself in a sucky situation to say the least, and I am just at a breaking point and need to tell someone about it in hopes that I can get some unbiased advice. That is us. We are here for we you. We don't know you. We don't know your life, but, but we're here and we're ready to we're advise. Here. Yeah. I would like to stay anonymous because anyone I know who hears this probably knows who I am, but for you guys to know, my name is beautiful. Got it. Okay. Just a little background. I have a sister that is a year younger than me. We're Mm. both in college, but go to different universities that are in two different cities, pretty close to each other. So naturally our social lives and social circles sometimes cross paths. It has been awesome getting to live in our different cities and build our own lives and reputations away from each other. Mm. Whereas all growing up, everyone knew we were sisters and we knew all the same people. But it is hard not to compare our situations. She is in a sorority, goes to a lot of Greek parties, and very popular at her university. She's a blonde bombshell and super successful with her career and can get any guy she wants. I, on the other hand, am not the prettier sister. I know fewer people because there is no sorority I can go through to meet a bunch of people where I am, and I don't have as much success with guys, and I don't have my life at all figured out like she does. So there have been many times over the years where I have felt just kind of lame and less than, but this time has honestly pushed me to my limit. Okay, so that was a lot of background, but trying to keep it brief. There was a guy that I barely started talking to about three weeks ago before the semester had started. He's a cute guy and was the first guy I've been excited to hang out with and get to know in a long time. He reached out the first week of the semester and we hung out with our friends. And then the next week I reached out and we hung out again with our friends. Mm. So much fun. The second time we hung out, my sister asked about what I had done that weekend. I told her what we did and who I was with. And she responds, Oh, I'm going on a date with him this weekend. (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. I just like, you know, like I'm a very 
my empathy levels are like out of this world. <laughs> like I feel everything, right? The second I read that, like I felt that feeling. Yeah. Like your stomach drops, you're like so sad, but you're also racing in your mind of like, how do I handle this situation? But, oh, honey, honey. Okay, so she says, I hid my surprise and disappointment and acted excited for her, not wanting to make her uncomfortable or feel bad for me. They went on a date that next weekend and I asked her about it. She told me they didn't kiss and she wasn't into him or wanting to talk to him. Fast forward to today, a week later, and my older sister tells me that one, my little sister is talking to this boy and two, they actually did kiss on the date and I was like, WTF. <laughs> Here is the thing. I was actually excited about this guy, which doesn't happen very often, but I didn't want my sister to feel bad for me because how pathetic am I and not to go on a date. So I acted like it was no big deal. And here I am finding out, finding out that she is secretly talking to him and lied to me about kissing him. I'm honestly mad she lied to me in the first place because I wish she would just be honest, but also I just feel like I'm always second to my little sister. And it's getting pretty exhausting. Like every guy will always pick her and I feel like no guy sees me. And now I haven't heard anything from this guy since their date. And I'm just sad that he probably feels weird hanging out with me now that he's talking to my little sister. I don't really know what advice you would you could give me, but I just needed to tell someone. If by chance you read this and have any advice, I would love to hear your take on this. How do I approach this with my sister? How can I stop feeling so much less than my sis all the time? What do I do about the boy? You guys are some of the funniest, most genuine people. And even if you don't respond, I look forward to hearing your other advice. Love you guys. Love Anonymous. Wow. Oh, Girl, that sucks. I'm tired just reading that. That is such a bummer. Yeah. I feel like that's just like the worst possible situation yeah. that you would want to be in with a sibling. Yes. Um, there's lots of things I want to say. Mm. One, my main thing. I do not like the way that you talk and think about yourself. Anonymous. And it's sprinkled throughout your story. There's just little ways that you mention yourself that it's clear that you do not think highly of yourself. And so that's something I'm sure Ash was thinking the same thing. Um, we'll both be talking about throughout this, but I just want to say that that is, I don't think any of, I mean, obviously the situation is hard and it's big right now because you're going through it, but honestly, more important than anything, I would say that is my number one thing that I immediately was like, whoa, like, time out this whole situation like you got to learn how to gas yourself up and love yourself and stop comparing yourself to your sister because I guarantee like you as an individual are so beautiful and amazing and intelligent and have so many things going for you but you are creating your own shadow to live under with your sister and you got to get out you got to get out of it you got to shine you got to do your own thing and find your own individual sparkle and stop comparing to your sister because you guys are not the same person so that's not fair to yourself so that's my number one thing Two, me and Ash actually talked about this the other day. Not the other day. It was a while ago. But basically, I told Ash, I'm like, I think girls need to realize, like, 
the power of dibs, but not dibs, but like just the power of like, you need to say something if you are liking a guy, if you are feeling a certain way, if you're wanting to do something, because more than often, like girls are very good at respecting each other's boundaries. I mean, yeah, there's evil villains out there, but (laughs) I was telling Ash, I'm like, what if like a guy came into our life and I was like in love with him from the first time I saw him, but I never told you. And then you started dating him. Then now I'm like, well, I can't just go to you and be like, well, stop what you're doing because I've always liked him. If mm-hmm. you didn't know anything about it, that's not your fault. Right. So I was telling her, I'm like, I think like girls need to be better at just talking about like, hey, like I have this really cool idea I want to do with blah, blah, blah. Or I, there's this guy that like I'm kind of interested in and things like that. Because at the end of the day, if you don't say anything, you can't blame that person. And then when momentum starts to pick up, then it is kind of unfair for you to stop them. So when I'm reading your story, I feel like in the beginning, when you're telling your sister about what you're doing and she says something about the guy, like that would have been your opportunity to be like, hey, like I am kind of interested in this guy if it's a guy you're wanting to fight for. But because you're putting yourself so much under your sister, I see why your initial response was like, I'm not going to give her the power of knowing like, I like this guy and he's going for her. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, wow. I feel like you covered everything. No, I didn't. Ash. There's plenty. I feel like you can really hit on sister dynamics better than I can. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I agree with Taryn. If she didn't know, she didn't know. Yeah. So I don't want to say, I, hear me out. This is not your fault in any way. But if no. you didn't say anything, it's also not her fault. So that causes a little bit of a problem. Um, if those feelings are very real right now, then I think because you're siblings, I think you should share them with her. I think you can you can make it downplay it a little bit and be like, listen, I know you're you already went on a date. (laughs) I'm not trying to tell you to not date him because clearly they've already started dating, but maybe make it clear. Be like, I've had feelings for him for a while. And this puts me in a weird position. I just wanted to let you know so that if you notice me maybe backing off or like not being excited for this, like that's why. Um, I think too, like, um, I know like you asked, what do you do about the boy? I don't see. And this is where it's hard sometimes for us to give advice. Cause I can say what I would do, but that might be totally opposite from like where you're at. But I'm the type of person, like if I say I would like, like to guy me and Ash were in the same, cause she's the closest I have to like a sister. Right. If she, if I knew I didn't say anything, but now she's like made out with this guy and is talking to him. I could not date him. Only because like, I would be like the fact that I already know you guys have an attraction and have been like intimate, even, even if it's just a kiss and like talking, like I, I don't want to live my whole life, like questioning every interaction you have with the guy. Yeah. Well, just like pretend that you, like you live happily ever after and you get married, like family parties and stuff, you will see them together. Yeah, and always and, wonder like if that spark's still there. And yeah, and maybe that makes me an insecure person. Who cares? I don't care. I'm I'm okay it with does. that. It does, but for a good reason. Yeah. So so I I feel like I feel like you're kind of with this boy. 
I don't know if it's necessarily something worth pursuing, especially because you did say you've only known him a few weeks. And I get that he ignited something that you got excited. I remember the first guy. I It took me a long time after my breakup to get excited about a guy. And I thought I was in love with him. <laughs> but I think it's because like it was the first time like those feelings got like ignited again. And I was so excited about it. But I'm telling you right now, that's, that it doesn't mean that this is the only guy that's going to happen with. And I think you have a lot of work to do on like building yourself up and loving yourself. And who knows, like at the end of that journey, that might not even be a guy that like even comes close to what you actually want for yourself. So I think to be honest, your whole, obviously I don't know everything. I think you need to focus on like coming out of that shadow that you feel like you're under with your sister realizing your own beauty and value that you have and creating like that independence and like becoming like obsessed with yourself, you know? And then from there, I think you'll be surprised how many doors will open, you know? Cause it's contagious when people know you have that like confidence and spark, like they want a piece of it, you know? Oh, for sure. And if you don't hold yourself high, then no one else is going to hold like see what you have, you know? Um, and I think, I also, I also want to add, I don't, I want to make sure I say this delicately, but, um, he also never expressed like any kind of feeling towards you and you never experienced anything like nothing ever happened between you and him. So I would be very careful with your feelings. If you feel like you have these deep feelings for someone who never technically reciprocated anything yet. Oh, Does I that see make you, sense? like like kind of be, it's okay to have like crushes, but falling into that deep yeah. longing for someone when. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if I'm, here's what I'm, here's what I'm trying to say. And I'm probably not going to word it right. So please <laughs> let, hear me out. We understand. Um, I would be careful about how you say this to your sister and possibly causing some kind of like, you know, tension over a guy who has not once said he likes you and who has not experienced you and him haven't done anything. Like nothing is clear that you like each other. You're just, you're just friends who just met. So I would be careful allowing your feelings to take over when technically you're you, the two of you are nothing. I'm going to drop some, even I'm going to drop something. Okay, go for it. I don't think it's even this guy. I think it's the fact that he likes your sister, sister and that just amplified everything because you have a lifetime of feeling like she gets what you want. Yeah. So I don't even think it is this guy. And so I get what Ash is saying and I'm kind of more on that side. I, I definitely think you always should talk about stuff, but if this is a situation that maybe is just bringing light, the deeper issues, I don't know if it's just, it's worth telling your sister and making it awkward between like her new relationship and you and her. If it is something where it's like, okay, I'm seeing that. I just am feeling jealous. I'm upset that she gets the things that I want, but I need to like separate from that and kind of figure myself out. Yeah. Now. Cause I kind of more on in this situation, I more relate to anonymous if I just met the guy two weeks ago, I wouldn't know how the hell I felt about him either. Yeah. So I definitely would not have said anything to anyone because I'm yeah. not the type of person to say that I like someone until I know for a fact that he likes me back. Yeah. And I know how I feel about him, which 
does leave me at risk for someone to call dibs, I guess. But like, um, the whole dibs thing, it's like, that's if you like in my head, that's if you like are into someone and they're into you back. Like it can't be, you can't be like, oh, he's mine. But like, he hasn't, you haven't had any kind yeah. of interaction, you know? Cause it's like, well, he might not even like you. You can't do that, you know? But like, so I, I probably would have done the same thing where I wouldn't have said anything because I've only known him for two weeks and I just barely had a crush. So I feel like I understand your side a little bit more. Um, so I, if you're going to go ahead and talk to your sister, which I actually think you should, because she's probably wondering what's going on with you. Cause sisters always tend to like know that kind of stuff. Um, I would just be very delicate about how you say it because it sounds like you might be more mad at your sister than you are the guy. Yeah. And it sounds like the guy might not actually be the source of this problem. It sounds like you have frustrations towards your sister. I like that. Like not even, not even more when you bring it up with your sister, not being like, I like this guy. Now you're dating him, but more of a like, Hey, I always feel like I'm in your shadow and I'm starting to get frustrated. And and just to be honest, like I had started hanging out with mm-hmm. this guy and was actually starting to get interested. And of course he dates you. And so it's bringing up all this stuff. And I just wanted to talk to you about it because I'm feeling angry towards you, but I know it's not your fault. Yeah. And like, I'm just struggling with like finding who I am. And hopefully if she's like a dope sister, she's going to be like, stop it. Like you're yeah. amazing and pour back into you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I definitely, I like that. Like not being as much about like, I want him and I'm mad that you're dating, but like, this is bringing up other stuff. Yeah. And if you're wanting some kind of like conversation starter with your sister, here's what I would recommend. Instead of like coming like full guns blazing and being like, I liked him and you're dating him now. Um, I would start off more so along the lines of like, Hey, this is really nothing, but I feel like it's starting to, it could become something in the future for me. So I'd like to get it out now before it becomes a big problem. And then just kind of, that'll just kind of segue into, I'm feeling like I am nothing compared to you. I'm constantly comparing my relationships to yours. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm living in your shadow. Um, This is nothing, but I kind of was starting to have a crush on this guy. And of course you started dating him. I'm not mad at you and I'm not mad at him because you know, clearly you guys have something, but this is adding to that. Yeah. And I need to get this out before it becomes a huge issue. And I, in our sisterhood, sisterhood yeah. relationship. Sisterhood. <laughs> and girl, I'm just going to say, you are going to find someone who loves you so much and you can't live in that fear of like, Oh my gosh, no. if I bring him home, he's going to like my sister. Like, no, like your person, I think as women, like we try to make excuses for these guys or like build walls around the things we're scared of. But when the right person comes, like Mm -hmm. he's going to make you feel so secure in who you are and that he chooses you every single day. And you're not going to have to worry about all that stuff. So I think this is your sign to find like fall in love with yourself. And then the rest is honestly going to fall into place. But Mm -hmm. We have given you a lot, so hopefully (laughs) that helps. And I'm sure other people can relate to this, even not sisters, but like uh, friendships or things like that. So anyone who's feeling insecure or not enough, this is your sign. Stop it and go look in the mirror and talk yourself up. And I'm in the process. I always am in the process of like trying to like 
love myself. It's it's something that you have to cycle through and like build yourself up in, but it's something that you, you will it. never master and it'll be a forever thing that you are constantly working on. But you're always taking steps forward mm-hmm. and it's it's a good thing. Progress. But baby. thank you so much, Anonymous, for writing in. I hope that helped. And welcome to the UI fam. Hello, welcome. We're happy you're here. Yes, we are. <laughs> Dua Lipa. You know, when I play my music to people who I really respect or look up to, then I hear my songs in a different perspective. Cardi B. I know what it feels like when you feel like everybody turn your back and like, don't ever think it's because you did something wrong. Harry Styles. I feel like I'm falling more and more in love with, with making music each time I get to do it. You know these artists for their songs, videos, and epic performances. But they have so many stories beyond their fame. That's what we're here to share with you on the Spot Podcast. We sit down with some of the biggest names in music. And along the way, our guests reveal stories that even their biggest fans may have never heard before. Check out the Spout Podcast to hear famous people spout off about more than what they're famous for. And find out who's spouting off next wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, guys, well, I'm going to go ahead and get on into my story. This one is a little bit heavier, just forewarning. It does kind of touch on sexual harassment. So if that's triggering for any of you guys, maybe maybe skip this story yeah, yeah. and come back to us next week or listen to one of our <laughs> older episodes. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and get into it. This one is titled Harassed While Asleep. Mm. Hey, Taryn and Ashley. Yeah, I know this is a heavy topic. I only recently have started listening to your podcast and all caps, man, do I love it. I'm a sophomore in high school. I'm pretty active, currently in two high school sports. I love keeping up with my schoolwork, weird, I know. And just for the sake of this email, I took the Enneagram test <laughs> like two minutes I ago. I know. Um, she puts, I got a six. However, I think that it's inconsistent with who I am. My second highest scoring number was a four, which much better describes me. But here we go. Hmm. For those of you who don't know what the Enneagram test is, we're going to be doing an uh, episode on it um, where we kind of go through uh, the Enneagram because Taryn and I love it and we use it as a tool in our personal lives as well as in this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, Taryn, do you want to kind of briefly describe a two? Like briefly? Describe a two? Oh, not a two. I'm sorry. A four. Oh yeah. The four is like the, those are your like musicians, your artists, like they're very in tune with how they feel and expressing how they feel. Mm, very romantic. Very romantic. Emotional. Mm-hmm. Very. Basically, like if you think of your musician friends. Think of the, like yeah. your classic, like the musician that you dated. Yes. Because we've yes. all dated some kind of musician yes. or artist at some point. They're very Fully. like in their feels, in the mm-hmm. moment, emotional type people. Um, and then a six was what she scored. That's more of the like investigators. So they're the ones that like, are very like trying like worst case scenario mm-hmm. like what do we do like really researching like everything if they yeah. feel sick all of a sudden they're like on google like what does this mean <laughs> very pessimistic in life yeah. but also like the best person in the worst case scenario because they've already thought through the worst case scenario yeah. and they're ready <laughs> so that it is very i could see if she got a six but she also has a four how she's like wait I don't know if this is me yeah so with the Enneagram and we'll talk about this in our episode like you gotta like do your own research too Mm -hmm. like sometimes your test results aren't always accurate so you just gotta read through the different descriptions and kind of find like 
oh, this is definitely me. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you need to take the test. It's very helpful. But if it feels inconsistent, you need to read about it yeah, yourself and see in. what sits right. Okay. Moving on to the story. She writes, here's some background information to my story. My family and my cousin's family are super close. We all call each other cousins, even though we aren't actually related. We see each other every single weekend and at least one time during the week. There are three kids in each family. Perfect. I know, right? The age difference is slight, but I'm super close to the eldest girl. She's currently a senior in high school. We have been in each other's lives literally since day one. Now, fast forward to Thanksgiving 2020, my favorite holiday. We spent it at my cousin's house. Side note, the food. She put all caps with a Julie face. <laughs> I look forward to it every year. After our delicious meal, we went downstairs to watch Cars. Naturally, I fell asleep on the air mattress in the basement thinking nothing of it. Obviously, like turkey coma. Oh, yeah. I think that's what she's talking about. naps are next level. You eat, you sleep, you wake mm -hmm. up, you eat. <laughs> yep. Um, she puts... I slept very deeply and remember very vividly waking up around three in the morning only to find one of my cousins, same age as me, next to me wide awake. I thought literally nothing of this. He asked to play Among Us, which if you guys don't know, it's a it's an online mm -hmm. game. And I said no because I was too tired and I went back to sleep. I woke up at what I imagine was probably five in the morning again. I woke up and instantly felt paralyzed. I felt someone's hand on my butt. I honestly thought it was an accident at first because he's literally like my brother to me only to realize he was dry humping me while grabbing my legs. I wanted to move so badly. I wanted to scream, but I couldn't. I started praying for it to stop and go away, but it doesn't. This goes on for a while. I'm wide awake for the whole thing and I'm crying. He doesn't know I'm aware of what's happening. He finishes and then leaves to go take a shower. The minute I have the strength to get up, I go to the bathroom and try to shower because I feel so dirty. And then he just acts like everything's normal after that. I asked my mom to pick me up in the morning, but because everyone was planning on coming over to my house later, she didn't want to. I have only told my best friend since then, and I can't bring myself to tell my parents, no matter the emotional toll it's taken on me. I can't break our family dynamic, and I don't want to destroy our families and the bond that we have together, especially before Christmas. I did almost tell my mom, but right when I was about to, she started talking about how grateful we are to have them in our lives. I wanted to scream and yell and was going to tell my mom more recently, but there has been other family things going on and I didn't want to bring any more stress. I don't know how to look my parents in the eye and tell them someone they look to as a son has hurt me, that he isn't what they think he is. I've recently been really feeling the effects of this, especially with the eldest going to college next year. I'm stuck and I don't know what to do. Any advice on how to approach this would mean the world to me. Thank you for reading this through and for your guys' podcast. It always lightens my mood. The end. Ugh. I'm I feel upset. sick. I'm upset. And um, I know Taryn has lots of thoughts on this. I'm going to start. Um, I think something that we've talked about this on the podcast before. Well, first of all, I'm sorry that you experienced that. Second of all, I think something that we as a human being, as a human race, but specifically as women need to realize is I, I think we tend to downplay stuff like this where there wasn't any form of, uh, actual penetration, penetration. Yeah. I think, and especially if, if I'm, it looks like you're in high school, especially at a younger age, I think that we tend to think that this only qualifies as a horrible thing. If there was some kind of 
penetration. And that is like the furthest thing from the truth. There is so many violent ways of sexual harassment um, that can happen without any form of actual intercourse. And I think when in our heads, if that doesn't actually happen, we're like, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. Or, oh, he didn't actually mean to. Or maybe even he does care about me because he didn't actually like do anything that physically, um, that physically yeah. like penetrated you. Um, but Taryn and I are here to tell you that he crossed a line and it's yeah. a very, very, very strong line yeah. and it does qualify as sexual harassment. Um, your parents have to, you have to tell your parents, mm-hmm. I don't think you should spend another second at their house or near him or pretending like everything's okay when it's not. Um, I guarantee you, your mom wants to know. And, um, it might be really difficult to tell her. So I, I think you said you told one of your friends. So if you need a buddy, maybe you and your friend can go tell your mom. Um, but an adult needs to be told because he needs to have repercussions for what he did. Yeah. Oh God. Mama, mama bear Taryn is out. Yeah. She's pissed. I am so beyond disgusted that you had to go through this. Mm -hmm. And like listening to you say that you sat there and cried and just pretended to be asleep, like honestly made me sick to my stomach. Like Ash said, this, like, I think when there are victims of sexual assault, which you are a victim, it is so easy to try to it's, it's hard to let your mind go to like that actually just happened. So especially when it's someone, which most people, like if you look at the statistics, most people who go through something like that, it is honestly alarmingly always a family member, which or someone they knew it very closely. It blows my freaking mind and it makes me so just grossed out. But I think that like, your mind can't go to this person that I've known my whole life. That's my family that I feel safe with would do something like this. So you rationalize, you make excuses, you make like fears of what everyone else is going to do. And like, that is not freaking fair to you. Like right now, the only thing that matters is this thing happened to you and it was not right by any, by any means, like bottom line period. That's it. So I think like what we see though is people get in these situations where bad stuff happens and they don't say anything. So then stuff keeps happening and getting progressively worse and it becomes even more dangerous. So I think that like this needs to be said and I'm sorry, but if he he is straight up old enough that he knows that that is not okay. If he's bold enough to go into a bed with you and while he thinks you're not conscious, do that to you to the point of completion and then go shower and act like nothing happened, he's not right in his mind. No, not at all. So for like, if you can't even think about defending yourself, think about like, what else does he do? If he's bold enough to do that to you, who's someone he knows And like his whole family is in the house with. So I'm like, something needs to be done. He clearly needs help or he needs some type of like consequence for what just happened. So you need to stand up for yourself and you need to put a stop to it because 
the abuse is going to continue just by being around him. The fact that you have to be around him and just pretend you're okay is not okay. Mm -hmm. So you've got to say something and think about like your younger cousins or think about like, you know, if you have siblings, like we can't just let these things go unsaid and just hope it doesn't happen to other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think what needs to be done, and I'm so sorry again, that you're the one that's having to set the bar for both of your guys' families. Um, But a a bar needs to be set and, and both families need to need to rise and and meet that bar. Um, He, he broke a rule and he, he broke honestly your heart, your family's hearts. It's going to be a, a bit of a mess, no, but he is. needs to be called yeah. out for it. And, um, in a, on a completely Wait, was she saying Christmas. So this happened a while ago. This happened a couple months on ago. Thanksgiving of last year. Okay. Okay. Before Christmas. So this was a while ago. Um, so that, that being said, maybe you have said something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, we, I just now got this. So I, well, she might've written it. She later. just wrote this. So yeah, that means she, she yeah, hasn't yeah. written. She hasn't yeah. said anything. Um, and I, I feel like I understand where you're coming from with the friend that is like a family member um, and not wanting to ruin that. However, I think that if he's like a brother to you and you care for him in that way, then this is the best thing that you can do for him because he, if he's never held accountable for what he's done, then I don't even want to begin to think of the road he's about to like go down. Um, yeah. And I don't, I don't think you should say, I don't want you to be doing anything for his sake, but I think you standing up for yourself yeah. will be, um, what's the word? Empowering. Yeah. You standing up for yourself will not only be empowering for you, but it'll also teach him, um, just right from wrong and, and that he can't get away with stuff like this. Well, I, and like, I mean, me and Ash, like think about all the freaking true crime stuff we listen to. Oof, yeah. Like if you always trace back, it's always like a tiptoe process and mm-hmm. it's, they got away with this. So then it escalates and then this happens. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? And we're not saying he's no, Ted Bundy. No. But-, <laughs> but I do always question like, what if someone would have stepped in at the first signs of something and got those people help? Because, and that's why I said like, I'm not, this guy sucks and I hate him. (laughs) That's just my mom and bear coming out. But I do think that when people do things that aren't acceptable and are not appropriate, that is an inner sign that something is not okay within them. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that warrants, you don't need to be like empathetic towards him Mm -mm. or like, oh, poor thing. Mm -mm. No, he did something that crossed the line. You need to focus on standing up and protecting yourself. But like Ash is saying, I think even for him, even though this is going to be really hard and yes, there might be drama. Yes. There might be separation of family, but I'm just going to be bold and say it. Who cares? Like, who cares? You don't want to be, it does not matter. No. And what you're going to like be family friends forever. And then you have a young daughter and you're going to trust him around him. Like, absolutely uh, not. no. So either way he needs some help and you need healing from this. Mm -hmm. And I think like, you feel probably right now powerless because you had to just lay there and pretend it wasn't happening. And that is very, very damaging. And that's something if you read about victims of stuff like that, that's where they feel like their power was taken and that takes a long time to come back. So I think by you saying something, 
that's going to help that healing process. It's taking the power back. Fully. And even if your family, and I hope to God not, and I'm, I literally am going to be praying that this is not the case, but even if your family takes the whole like not believing you approach or kind of brushing it under the rug kind of thing, you still will know that you stood up for yourself mm-hmm. and you're going to now feel empowered to draw your own boundaries. And let's go worst case. Maybe let's say people don't believe yeah. or, or want to accept it. Um, it's in the back of their heads. It's been said and it's out in the open and now everyone's going to have like their peripheral vision open to watching him and keeping an eye on him and seeing what's actually going on. Fully. They might not. The truth always comes out. Yeah. Like if it doesn't seem like they're on board and supportive in the moment, I think it's still important that you got that word out and it's, it's, it's festering. It's in the back of their heads and they're thinking about it. Um, even if they don't want to say that they believe it. Um, so but we are not about victim shaming. Nope. And so if you're not getting that support from them, get it from people you need and create your own boundaries. Like you should not be, you. if there's a family function, he's there. Sorry guys, I'm not going. Like yeah. I'm not putting myself yeah. in that position. You have every right. You're yes. old enough to know <laughs> what is right and what you can handle and what you can't handle. And that shouldn't, you should not have to no. be put in that kind of situation at all. Guys, Darren stood up. She's so angry. I'm mad. I'm just mad. And I hope that you, like, I hope you know, like, we're in your corner and I'm frustrated and I'm angry with you. But I really think this is a time you need to stand up and, like, fight for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, a A thousand thousand and ten percent. Um. Also, I just want to say, if this is bringing up stuff for anyone who's listening who has been a victim... Like, pay attention to that. Reach out to someone who loves you. Talk to them through this. Also, like, professional help is needed in these Mm -hmm. situations usually. So make sure you reach out, but pay attention to yourself if this was triggering. We love you. We're sorry for what you went through. And definitely make sure you're getting the help that you need. Yeah. And so grateful that you wrote in because I know so many people have experienced stuff like this and probably haven't dealt with it either. So you are in a safe place. So thank you anonymous for writing in. Oh, that was extremely heavy. Yeah. Um, I feel like we absolutely need a dad joke too. We might need a few (laughs) to clear, (laughs) to clear the air. Let me open up my dad joke book. Give me a second. Okay. Ready? Yes. (laughs) Two goldfish are in a tank. One says to the other, do you know how to drive this thing? Oh, oh, let me do another one. Oh, yeah. Hi, YouTube. I'm still here. Um, if you guys don't follow us on YouTube, follow us on YouTube. I'm so antsy right now because yeah, she's like standing up. Triggered. Her dog's running yes. around. It's, I'm it's sorry. A, it's a mess. It's a okay. I used to have a job collecting leaves. I was raking it in. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. Make that money. <laughs> Oh my God. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you guys, again, if you guys have any stories that you want us to read on the podcast, please email them to us. We would love to read them. Um, if you're still here at the end of this episode, then you're the real MVP. Yeah, you are. We appreciate you and we love you guys so much. Um, and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode, which will be coming soon. Yup. Bye. Bye.
list you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's list is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.